Welcome to the Unstoppable CEO Podcast with Steve Gordon. Welcome to the Unstoppable CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Gordon, and in today's episode, we're talking with Clayton Morris. Clayton's the news anchor on America's number one morning show, Fox and Friends, on the Fox News Channel. He's also a real estate investor. He's the president of Morris Invest, and he helps people build passive income and true legacy wealth. Um, and he's the host of a really great real estate podcast, which is really focused on buy and hold rental properties. The podcast uh, really takes expert interviews and case studies and uh, and really Clayton's own methods for developing passive income. The, the podcast is the Investing in Real Estate podcast, and uh, and it's a great one. So Clayton, I'm really excited to, to have you on today for uh, for a number of reasons, but I think you've got a, a great message to share and, and want to welcome you to the show. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. It's a real pleasure. Thank you. So um, I guess to start with, to give uh, everybody who's listening a little bit of context, how'd you get started in business? Well, through a lot of failures and a lot of missteps, a lot of chasing of shiny objects. uh, I always knew that I had an entrepreneurial spirit about me because I'd witnessed my dad, you know, when I was young, lose his job and you know, he was really, I, mean, I was like 12 years old and, and I was just terrified. I mean, he, he came home and I heard him in the kitchen and he didn't have a college degree, but he had worked his way up as a butcher and then became like the head of the whole meat division on the East Coast for grocery stores at this one major company. So every piece of meat you bought on the East Coast was probably came right through my dad's office and was orchestrated by my dad. And so he knew all of how to keep the trains running on time and, and all of the distribution and all of that. And setting the prices of meat and everything. And so the day that he like lost his job, it just it it struck such a chord with me and and really scared me. I thought our life was over. And so I knew I would see him reading these like business books all the time. But he really always came from that rich dad, poor dad philosophy. He was really the poor dad. He had the idea that, you know, you build wealth by getting a paycheck and you build wealth by uh, you know, the raise that you go into your boss and ask for every year, that's how you build wealth. Well, I'm going to make an additional $3,000, $4,000, $5,000 this year because of the raise that I just asked for. And that was what I understood wealth to be. So when I witnessed him lose his job and I was out across the country working in the TV business, I knew, I always knew this calling because I, I was ruled by fear, you know, fear of having someone else ruling my life for me and, and dictating the terms of my life that I wanted to do something. And eventually after many fits and starts and trying different things, and I, I knew that real estate to me was the most tangible. It made the most sense. I was passionate about it. I understood it in a way that the stock market never made sense to me. You buy an asset, you hold it, it cash flows. And guess what? It never goes down to zero dollars in value like a stock would or could, right? I talked to a business startup guy the other day. He said, he said, I invest in a lot of startups, but there's, sometimes you can recover some investment. Sometimes you can't. Not like real estate. It never goes down to zero. So that's what really got me started. Yeah, it's, it's interesting how the experiences growing up um, kind of mold us and mold, mold our direction. So I, I know that uh, you talk a lot about mindset on your podcast and to do both what you've done, with, uh, which has built a very successful career in the news business, which is uh, I, with what that industry has gone through, that's got to be a very difficult thing. And with what you're doing with your own business, 
you had to have developed some ways to, as we like to call it, stay unstoppable. Um, so what are some of the, the key things that, that you do when, you know, when you're hit with those obstacles to, to keep pushing through? Early on, I knew that I wasn't the type of person to take no for an answer. And I don't want this to sound cliche, but it is true where when I was moving to California after college, my best friend was going to move with me and I was, but I was sort of orchestrating everything. And I kind of had a sense that he wasn't going to do it. And I, it was pre-internet and I was, so I just graduated. I, I was, you know, getting a U-Haul truck. I was calling local apartment complexes in California to try to take that jump and leap and just to make something of myself. And I was just asking him, you, you're getting ready. We're moving next week. You're all set. And then, of course, like the day before, he's like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And I just did it. And in my career, when I was in television living in Montana, one of my, my, my competitor, she worked for the ABC affiliate. And I was there covering the governor's office for CBS News. And so we worked in the Capitol building and covering the governor in the small market of Helena, Montana. And... I was there for about eight months and I said, you know, I've, I've covered the legislative session. I'm done here. Like I, I need to move on. I need to move on to a bigger market. This is enough for me. And she said, no one's going to hire you. You haven't been here a year. No one's going to hire you. And I said, well, you know, just you watch. They maybe they, maybe they won't, but I'm going to put together a tape, a, a, a resume tape, and I'm going to send it out to news directors and bigger markets. And a week later I got a call and they wanted to fly me in for an interview and I got the job and she just was dumbfounded by it. Because I took action and I just don't, you know, I'm going to, if I'm going to fail, I'm going to drop the ball. That's fine. But I'm never going to know. I learn through action and you're never going to be a hundred percent sure of anything you do in your life. And so for me, it was just putting the ball in motion, just taking those steps, just starting and, and you'll learn. I, I, I just, you know, it's like taking internships in college. That's why they're so powerful because it's hands-on training, right? So it's better than sitting in a classroom. You can get so much from knowledge, but until you actually put it in, into action is when you learn. And I've made mistakes, but I'm glad I've taken action because it's made all the difference in my career. Yeah, it's really interesting. You know, as we we work a lot with small business owners and and a theme that, that kind of runs through with a lot of them is is this theme of like needing to have everything in place before mm -hmm. they go. And um, you know, it, it's funny because I look at that and I go, well, how could you know everything? You know, right. I, I, uh, I don't know where I heard this, but somebody described it as walking through the fog and you just got to start walking. You can't see much from where you're standing, but if you start moving and as you get closer to things, they, they reveal themselves. As you're walking maybe you heard fog. that on my pod. Maybe you heard Did that I really? on my podcast. I, I could have, <laughs> I, I've listened in preparation for the show. I've listened to a number of episodes oh, of your you. podcast. So maybe I heard it there, but I thought, well, I heard yeah, that. And I'm no, like, that's brilliant. Well, I, you know, it's not terribly brilliant. I learned it from playing video games. And I think I mentioned like playing the legend of Zelda, you know, video game where you can't see the rest of the map, you know, and I grew up, I'm a child of the eighties. And so playing like legend of Zelda and you start out with this map and it's all black, right. And you're on one square and you can't see the rest of it as you're walking. And you, it, the, the, the rest of the map reveals itself as you walk, you know, you get a little further and then they have more of your map revealed. And it's just to throw back to that sort of 1980s, you know, Super Nintendo days. But it's so true. You can't know every piece of the map at the beginning. And, uh, and, and God knows I, you know, 
I'm a successful business owner now. We've had we have hundred <clears throat> we have hundreds of investors around the country that buy properties through us. I still learn stuff every day. You know, I still I I learn. Oh, how is that municipality going to deal with taxes? You know, I learn new stuff every day, uh, and and that hasn't stopped me. Yeah, there there's always more, and and what I find is that experience is really a, a great lens to to view that new information through, and you can't get that unless you're moving forward and, and you're, you're actually doing things. And, and so, um, so I, that, that's fantastic advice just to jump in and take action. Um, as you've given that message to your clients, I, I believe a lot of what we do for our clients is, is provide leadership. Mm-hmm. And, and I think you do that in giving them that message. How do they react to it? What are the, what are some of the reactions that you see and, and how does that play out in, in the success that they have? Well, I think a lot of what we do to your point is therapy, you know, and uh, I like to, I like to say, or my wife likes to say that we're healing people because often when we have new clients that come to our website, you know, they, they come over to Morris invest and they book a call with our team and they get on the phone and they know that they want to get started in real estate investing. They know that they want to have their money start working for them instead of spending and working, you know, they want to work for streams of cash instead of just working for a pile of cash where every month cash flow is coming in, but they, they're frustrated. They're scared. They don't know where to get started. They're worried that if they do it themselves, they're going to fail. Right. They're going to go out and try to find a property on a weekend from a realtor. That means they're going to overpay for the property, number one. Right. We get them way cheaper. Where am I going to find a contractor? How am I going to do all of these things? I'm not building true wealth in my 401k. I'm not. I just had a child. How am I going to provide for this child now? Men particularly. Right. We, we sort of become less selfish the moment we have a child and we start <laughs> to think about the legacy of our family. So what I find is like on the phone with folks is that it really becomes like a therapy session because what I'm helping them understand is that you can't do it all on your own. You've got to relinquish control. You've got to allow people to do the things that they do best. You know, we, I run a turnkey real estate company, so there's a lot of trust that needs to happen there. And I don't like to work with clients that don't have that trust in us, right? We don't even do references anymore. And I don't know if you understand that, but what I mean is, oh, do you have any references we could check to see other people that have worked with you in the past just to make sure that it's a fit? We stopped doing it. The reason we stopped doing it is because we found that the people that really need to check references are, you know, need too much handholding and are not ready uh, to, to, you know, they really should be doing it on their own because they, they lack the trust to put you know, put to put trust in our team. And so we want to work with people. It's like entering a relationship. You, you're going to go out on a date with someone. Are you going to call up all of their previous girl, you know, boyfriends and girlfriends and <laughs> before you go out on a date with them? And so, you know, it's like you, you want to hold their hand to a point. Um, but you really need to, at some point, just let, let them understand you're never going to be a hundred percent sure we do this for a living. We rehab houses and place tenants in it. Just relinquish control. And to answer your question, we would get a lot of emails from people. I remember one distinctly around the holidays from one of our investors. He has five properties with us. And he said, the hardest thing for me to learn to do was to give up control. And I want to thank you and the team for allowing me to do that and to learn that skill. And I thought that was a really powerful message because we want to be micromanagers sometimes. 
Yeah. Um, one of my mentors, Dan Sullivan, has has this great phrase. He says, you know, you want to be the, the one in charge, not the one in control. The one in control has all the work. The one in charge typically is is setting the direction and, and, and you know, ultimately right. probably receiving the benefit, right? Um, yeah. And our clients are already busy. We, you know, we have doctors, they're in brain surgery all day. The last thing they want to have to worry about are tenants, screening tenants on a rental property. They just want to know that they're making great money every month and it's totally hands off. And that's the true power of, you know, what we talk about with passive income and legacy wealth, like not working harder. You're already working hard enough. Let us do the work. Let us let your money start to produce monthly cash flow for you. Something we never really were taught in school. Yeah. And I think it's a, that, that's a, for our audience in particular, we work with a lot of, of professionals and, uh, and I know, I know you guys are out there listening. Um, that's the consummate challenge of professional services. Yes, you can make a lot of money, but it requires your, your physical presence most of the time. Uh, you've got to put that time in or you're, you know, it's, it's all about the billable hour. And, uh, and, and that was one of the reasons, honestly, I wanted to have you on today. I think, um, the things that you guys are doing, whether anybody listening does business with you or just goes and, and learns from you. Um, because, uh, the way you're marketing, you going back to this idea of trust, um, you know, watching over the last few weeks, how you guys, uh, market, um, you do a tremendous amount of education to build that trust. Um, and I think that's just really, really important right now to get people to the point where they will take action. Um, and I think you guys do it exceedingly well. And it, I, I don't know what you have going on behind the scenes from the outside. It looks like it's very, very simple and straightforward and um but but really targeted at the important things that that a a person would need to know before they do business with you right and i thank you for saying that uh i've i finally got it right you know with a lot of misstarts and missteps over the years i finally got the marketing right and a lot of our best marketing is free marketing um and we to, to book, for instance, to book a call with our team, we got an email this morning from someone said the earliest we could book a call was four weeks out with our team. Is there any way that I can book a call with you earlier? I've watched all of your YouTube videos. I've, you know, listened to every one of your investing in real estate podcasts. I'm ready to buy a property. I don't need to be, you know, I don't need anything else. I'm ready to go. I've got the cash lined up. And we simply don't have, you know, now it's like a matter of scaling and getting like more people on our sales team that we can actually, you know, take those phone calls because we like to spend 30 minutes on the phone with people to understand what their financial goals are, how many properties, you know, what does their monthly expenses look like? And all my philosophy on marketing has been give it all away because if a hundred people listen, a hundred people watch and maybe one of them works with us, great. But if 99 of them go out and they, they do it all on their own, they identify a market, hire contractors, pick out drywall, pick out paint, find a property management company, screen tenants themselves, whatever it is. If they want to go and do it themselves, they everything is there for them to go and do it themselves. And that's been my philosophy. Give it, Don't hold anything back. And when Natalie and I will, she's our C, CFO, she's my wife of our company, Morris Invest, we'll do some joint podcasts together where we talk about incorporating the family, how to incorporate, you know, your, your business. So when you invest in real estate, you basically pay nothing in taxes. 
So we teach people how, you know, to pay nothing in taxes when you're a real estate investor and how to mitigate your overall income with, with real estate. And we just give it all away. We talk about, we talk about our failures. We talk about the way that we structure our spreadsheets. And I think just having all of that information out there, people get on the phone with our team and they already speak our language. They'll say to our sales team, our portfolio managers, they'll say, well, I know that Clayton says this about setting up an LLC, so I would like to do that. And that makes me happy because they're listening and they're getting it and we're doing it because we're walking the walk right next to them. So our experiences we put out there publicly so people can can use it to their own advantage. And if they don't ever work with us, great. You know, then they don't ever work with us. Then that's fine too. But it's all out there and we're not holding anything back with our marketing. I love that. And, you know, so many people will look at at that approach and say, you know, but what if my competitors watch it? What if, you know, what if I give so much away that they don't need me anymore? And and you have to push past that because the way people are buying, I think, has completely changed. And you have an opportunity to do exactly what you just described and have people show up angry that they can't give you money faster than you're able to take it. You know, and, right. uh, and maybe that person that emailed you wasn't angry, but they want to give you money. Right. And you and, and you've got a you don't have a spot for them right now. And um, to have people show up and speak your language, it just becomes a really, really powerful asset for the business that far outweighs any risk that, that you'll ever uh, create for yourself in sharing it. Um, and uh, anyway, so I, I think it's great uh, that you're doing that. And um I know there's some other things I'd love to cover, but we're going to take a really quick break. And in just a minute, we're going to be back with more from Clayton Morris. So hang on. Hi, this is Steve. I hope you're enjoying this interview. We've got more to come in a minute, but what I'd love for you to do right now is rate this podcast. Leave us a review, rate us on iTunes. It'll really help others discover the podcast and help us help other CEOs, other business leaders become unstoppable. So if you go to unstoppableceo.net forward slash iTunes, you can find instructions there and links that will take you right to where you need to go to review the podcast. Thanks so much. Now back to the interview. All right, we're back with Clayton Morris. And uh, Clayton, I'm just uh, really excited to have you here. And thank you for sharing everything that you've you've shared in the first half of, of uh, the show today. And I really want to find out from you now, what what's really got you excited in business? You guys are doing a ton of things, but what's really uh, got you fired up right now? Well, I think the... I, I think it comes back to the transparency and the accessibility of your story. So what I mean by that is, is your most people when they build a store, when they build their website, when they build their brand, they're so focused on talking about themselves that they they forget that the customer doesn't care about them. The customer cares about what can you do for me, right? What, how is it going to impact my wallet, my pets, my family, my roof, you know, my backyard, my landscaping, not about you and your story. And we recently uh, made a major shift and we saw massive growth as a result of it, um, which was, and it's part of our core messaging across the company now, which is, you know, what is your financial freedom number look like? What does, and having that echoed across our entire platform. So when you come to our website now, the messaging, there's nothing about us at all. If you go to morrisinvest.com, you can see the, the total website redesign. 
our business has now doubled as a result of these simple tweaks to the website, which is focused on them and calling out some of the fears and frustrations we know that they already have from having listened to them on the phone for thousands of hours. We hear common refrains, and now we've really started to use that messaging, listening to what people are telling us, and putting it back out there for them. So, for instance, on our website, it'll say, you know, we we know you're probably scared about, you've heard that real estate investing is the number one way to build wealth, but you, you don't know where to, how to get started. I mean, those are words that come right out of our customer's mouth. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm tired of working harder and not seeing money in my retirement account. I'm scared. I don't know how to get started. And so we've re we've shifted the message to really be around the idea of guiding them through this process where we are going to hold their hand. We're going to take care of everything, find the property, rehab the property, get it rented. And you just sit back and collect monthly rent checks. We've kept it to that simple, clean where there's not a story about, let's tell you our story. My grandfather was a real estate investor and he handed <laughs> me a hammer one time. And no one cares about that story at all. Cause that, you know, so you can, you can bury that type of stuff inside your about page on your website, but still having it tied to helping them take action. So with those simple tweaks to our website, we saw our business double and call times from being able to book a call with our team for about a week went out to like three weeks again as a result of it. Um, and we see uh, the, the moment we flipped the website live with the new design where we took ourselves out of it, um, you can see a huge spike in the analytics. I mean, it's just phenomenal. So I'm, I'm excited about that because it, it, it gets back to the core of why we're doing what we're doing in the first place, which is helping other people. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting as you look through your site and I encourage everybody that's listening, go to it's morrisinvest.com, correct? Yeah. Just M O R R I S invest.com. Yeah. Go, go look at it. Um, if you're interested in real estate, you're going to really like it. And if you're not interested in real estate, you're going to learn an awful lot from it. Um, you can tell by the, the types of, of, uh, content that you guys are putting out there that you're doing a, a really solid job of reflecting back, the language that uh, that that people are telling you from the questions that they have, um, and uh, it's amazing that that you saw that kind of a jump. In, well, uh, it's also in the clarity. I mean, it's the clarity. It's so simple now, where it wasn't clear when you came to our website before what we even did. Now it's we. I took my picture off the website; it's gone, right? And now it's not about me; it's about you as an investor. And what do we do? It's very simple. When you log right on, you see it right there. And most people hide this on their websites. And I think businesses can learn a lot from not just me, but in this way of being clear. When someone comes to your website in five seconds, can they figure out what you do? Because sometimes people's attention span is that short. And if they don't know, if it's hard for them to find out what you do in a clear call to action, they're going to be gone. You're going to lose business. And so right on the front page of our website, rental real estate done for you. That's it. That's what we do. We, we take care of it for you. We find, fix, and fill and manage great properties while you see amazing returns on your investment. Here, schedule a consultation with us. Done. And it doesn't get much clearer than that. I'm, I could tweak it even more, but like that's as clear as we've, we've been able to make it. And we saw a huge jump as a result. Well, let's unpack that that decision from particularly taking your picture off because you're a, a recognized celebrity. You're mm -hmm. on, on the news every week. Um, and 
for a lot of people, they might look at that and go, well, that's a real asset. You know, people are going to know who you are and that's going to attract an audience in. And you went completely the opposite way. Um, very contrarian in, in the approach. Um, was that a difficult decision for you to make? Not at all. I mean, I think, you know, with the podcast, they hear my voice. They know perhaps like and trust me from the podcast and from the videos. That only gets you so far. Um, you know, you, you, that can that can get you that can get you to the point of them coming over and deciding to check out your website. But if they come to your website after they know, like, and trust you from a podcast or videos or even from TV, and there's just fluff there, and there's nothing of real substance to help them, then you're not really helping them. And I I noticed this too on on the phone calls. You know, I would jump on and talk to a lot of investors who were just getting started. So you know, I I enjoy watching you on the show, and that was gone after like 30 seconds. Right, that. That's why we maybe help, it helped book a call, but now for the next 20 minutes that we're going to talk, it's going to be about them and their finances. And honestly, they don't really care about TV anymore. <laughs> you know, they want to know how they're going to have their money be able to work and pay for their children's future. How are they going to be able to create passive income uh, every month? And it has nothing to do with me being on TV. So now it's sort of buried on our website uh, down on the about page. Now right on the front is a, a you know a happy couple that sort of reflects who we found to be our ideal clients. The young couple, maybe that has two kids, one child, whatever. They're, they're taking a stand for their future and they're booking a call with us. So, it, you know, it's not, it's not me anymore. You know, it's not me on the website with my kids. It's you on the website with your kids. Yeah. Uh, again, I think it's a, a, a smart approach and, and, uh, I love to hear when things like that are actually working really well, like you've doubled the business because um, it, it proves that that those principles work very well. Clayton, we've only got uh, a little bit of time left, and uh, I want to ask you a question that is one of my favorite questions, actually. Uh, what are you reading right now? What's on the top of your reading list? Well, it's funny. I, I kind of skip around a little bit because... I, I can get, I can get really frustrated with business books, you know, I, <laughs> I, and I kind of go the opposite way. So I kind of jump between them. Um, but I've been doing a lot of reading lately about consciousness and what do I mean by that? Well, I mean that I think very often the things that we're, that we're doing in our day, um, are unconscious. We're spending just time staring at our phones. We're not connecting with our family. We're removed from premonitions that we can feel. We all we all know in our gut when we're supposed to be doing something, right? And our brains get in the way and talk us in or out of it. And we're so far, I think, removed from those biological, uh, I would say innate abilities about life and relationships and business that um, because we're so distracted, we're drugged, distracted, and you know, buried in our devices, and we we don't have that connection to spirit and to consciousness like we used to have. Um, um, and so, I've been doing a lot more reading lately about the idea of consciousness and and where how we can be more present, uh, more aware, uh, more in tune with our relationships. Um, and there's a there's a number of different books on that. One of them I, I love, and I think, I mean, talk about being a multi billionaire is the is the, the the author of this book Michael Singer who wrote uh, the surrender experiment have you ever had a chance to read it no i hadn't heard of that but uh, i'm going to go find it you know it, i mean he the way he uh, decides to literally at every stage of his life surrender 
to what is unfolding in front of him and listening and seeing the signs, his life just, it, it becomes like an extraordinary life. And you're like, God, is this guy like a hippie? He's living in like a commune now. He's like doing a yoga practice. Wait a minute, he's starting a company. Now he's a billionaire. Like what, like all of it is amazing and really powerful. But I think it, it, it speaks to that level of business consciousness of not being distracted and, and, and really asking yourselves those why questions. Why are we doing this? Am I doing it for the right reasons? Um, and then I'm also reading some of my Star Trek novels that I like. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, kind of make, you know, I jump back and forth between some heavy stuff and, uh, and some, you know, just some fun fiction as well. Yeah. It's good to have balance. Well, um, it's been a real pleasure having you on today. How can people find you if they want to find out more about what you're doing? Well, like you mentioned, we have the podcast. If you're listening to this podcast, you're interested in, you know, how to save on taxes, how to plan your estate properly. We have some fantastic experts on my podcast called the investing in real estate podcast. Um, and, uh, I, we publish that three times a week, uh, because we have an expert interview once a week. My wife and I come on, we talk about how to structure the family business appropriately. So how we, you know, how our holding company, how our LLCs report up to our holding company, how we funnel the money to that, how we, that for asset protection and all of those things we talk about on the podcast. Um, and, uh, just, or the, just over at our website, morrisinvest.com is another great place to connect with us. We're, we're pretty available and always, always accessible anytime anyone has a question. Outstanding. Well, go check those things out. Uh, the podcast is, is really fantastic. Um, I binge listened to a, a bunch of it over the last couple of weeks in, in preparation for our conversation today. And, and it's really well done. So I encourage everybody to go check that out. And uh, Clayton, thanks for investing some time with me today. This has been a blast. Oh, thank you so much. It's been a real treat. Thanks for listening to the Unstoppable CEO Podcast. Help others discover this show. Leave a review and rating on iTunes at unstoppableceo.net forward slash iTunes.